Welcome back to The Think Tank, a podcast for life's deeper conversations. Hosted by Ethan Finn and Shay Sanchez, they dive into some of the most compelling topics. Join them as they go deep into The Think Tank. Think Tank podcast. What episode are we at now? It's been a little 31? 32? 32. 32. Something like that. I know. Hey, we got, we got a listener. Dude, right? we got a real listener. Today is one of the greatest days in the history of Think Tank podcast. I've been waiting for this day since the first time he was on. Yeah, oh, I agree, bro. <laughs> we got the fan favorite in the house, everyone. Luke Yamashita, welcome back to the Think Tank podcast. Dude. What is up, boys? I'm so excited for this, dude. First time was great. Yes, yeah. First time was amazing. Blue, I mean, I had really no expectations going in just because I didn't know you, so I didn't really know what we were to expect. Uh, yeah. And it was like, it was amazing. Like, I, I, I wasn't expecting <laughs> what we got, so I was just glad, yeah, especially totally. like early on, because Chase and I really didn't know what we were doing. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so I was just glad well, that you kind of made that work. But, uh, yeah, the show's gotten more professional. Like I've noticed that. Yeah, thank you. The professional yeah. like has gone up. My show is like not professional at all. So uh, I, uh, before, oh yeah, before, before, sorry, I don't <laughs> want to leave. Don't even know. We don't even know. Why are you here? We might as well talk about it. We'll promote a little bit. Okay. So tell us what's been going on. So a couple months ago, like right around when school was ending, I decided to start my own show. I was a lot inspired by you guys, um, and you know I've been wanting to start a podcast for a while. And people had like reached out to me and said, you know, are you going to start one? Like you're the type of person who I feel like would start one. And um, like I've done some written work before and stuff like that and my comedy and stuff. So people were like, you know, you should start your own podcast. And so I've been kind of getting that for about a year. And then I was on your show. And then a couple months later, I was like, you know what? I'm just going to do this. And I met this guy named Leith who ended up becoming my co-host and a guy who's helped me with a lot of stuff. And I was like. Like meeting him was really like, okay, I can get this off the ground. And then being in high school, I kind of realized that I knew enough people that I could have enough guests and enough people who would want to listen to it. So it started really as a podcast, but now it's kind of turned into like a local late night show, essentially. Dude, like that, yeah. is, that makes me so happy. I'm just, <laughs> yeah, man, I love that. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, oh, yeah, I bet. I mean, I'm glad to hear that we sort of, inspired you too a little bit um yeah what sort of is the premise like of your show like kind of give us like a little bit of a synopsis here of like what you do on a typical episode okay so on a typical episode it differs per person so it's not a set thing that we do every single time like your guys's show um but we have people on it and it's, it's on my youtube channel so which we'll probably put a link in here but like we uh we have different guests on every week, and we'll do different games that they do on the Tonight Show or whatever. Um, but really, the premise of it is showing people what good dynamics are, and putting people in situations that are entertaining for people to watch. It's similar to the Tonight Show, right? So these are people that everybody loves for their own reasons, and you get to love the people who are on the show even more when you watch it, and you wow. get to see them interact and be put in these funny situations with these good games and these good conversations. And sometimes I'll really just have people on if there was a funny story. Like last uh, couple of weeks ago, I, I had my friends Jack and Ethan on the show and my friend Jack poisoned me and gave me peanuts and I had to take a hospital ride 
off oh, the no. mountain. I was on at Hume Lake. I ate peanuts. I had to go. So I had him on so we could tell the story and then we could do a couple games. So stuff like that, just like showing people's dynamics. Hilarious prank, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> that's so, that's so. I was laughing my head off as I was suffocating. Dang. Okay. That, <laughs> that sounds <laughs> hilariously horrible. Yeah, I was going to say that. It was bad, dude. I had to epi myself. I had to get IVs. I had oh to uh, stay in the hospital for a couple that's hours, man. Prank, man. It, no, it was not a prank. It wasn't a prank. He wasn't like, hey, I wonder what happened here. Let's try this. Yeah. Uh, Let's the world. That's good. Um, um, yeah. but I was going to say, uh, for those of, those of you that don't know, it, uh, it is on Spotify and all platforms. Yeah. You, you, stream, yeah. you stream like most on YouTube is where you get your biggest audience. That's right? where I have my most yeah. audience. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Have you found that doing sort of a video format is difficult? In terms of like, I always, I have to be making sure I'm doing something in front of the camera, kind of like, like you have to know that you're recording your voice, but also like, Hey, I have to like put on a show. Yeah. So it's definitely a lot different than I feel like just doing a plain audio. I've done some things, nothing that I've really published, but different like devotionals for small groups and stuff like that, that I kind of just do on audio and then switching over to doing mainly video. It is like, I got to set up this angle to make it look like the aesthetic that I wanted to, like a late show. And I want to be able to set up my desk in the way that the, the, the kind of host set it. So like I'm sitting behind the desk and then I put my guests in front of the desk and I put the camera on the side so you oh, can yeah. see me and you can see them. Um, but yeah, it, I am thinking about like how I need to lean forward so that the camera angle can get everything. And like, really like, I feel like the guests and me at this point, I've been more focused on the video version. So there's some cases where it's like you get more of it and it's kind of more entertaining if you're watching the video version. And there's, you know, like physical jokes and physical humor that you get to see when you watch the videos yeah. that you don't. So that's kind of what's different. Okay. Yeah, totally. There's, I was going to say there's some things like for me and Ethan that like we we'll want to show the viewers, the yeah. listeners something, but we can't like right. because there's no video. So like we have to be careful of things we're talking about and things we're yeah, trying yeah, to like yeah, show yeah. because yeah. obviously the, the listeners can't get like the full concept or grasp of it if they can't see it. Yeah. 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 Cause I've noticed, well, obviously I haven't noticed, but I have, we've kind of tossed around the idea of maybe adding a video format to our podcast as like a, Hey, you can watch this on YouTube too. Just to like, I don't know, broaden the audience maybe. Um, yeah. But I have thought about that. Like, well, for one, I don't know how many people want to see my bedroom. Like, I don't know. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, but also, like, I have to always now make sure that the things that I'm doing, you know, how I'm sitting, like what I'm wearing and stuff is like presentable, at least, you know, for the cameras. Because like right now, for example, like I'm just chilling, like some basketball shorts, like at my desk. It's right. like, I don't have to worry about the video format because it's just all audio and you guys are on the phone and stuff. So I don't know. I I feel like it would be like an added, like it would just be like kind of added work. I don't know, but maybe yeah. if, I mean, obviously your show is kind of like dependent on the video format. So uh-huh. um, it does kind of work for you. I don't know. Maybe we'll try it. Maybe we'll, we'll get out there. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like it's the reason, a big reason that I switched to video because originally it was just supposed to be audio. And then I got a lot of feedback from people like you should do a video version. Mm. And then for the type of show that I wanted to put on, I was like, yeah, it should be, uh, video because the people who I'm doing it for their attention span is like, I, I'm not, not their attention span, but like, I, I, I don't think a lot of these people even listen to podcasts in the most part. 
so they can't see me and if it's not like this like almost constant stimulation like i have surprise guests who i don't tell anybody it's going to be on so like people are always on their toes for somebody to just walk in and show up that they know which i think is something that like is an appeal for the late show so like everybody's kind of on their toes and then with the video format i feel like that's more entertaining at least for the show that i'm putting on i was gonna say uh for what you do, it's it's necessary because you do games and stuff. There's no mm-hmm. way you could really do that. Yeah, there's some like games that. that it's just I don't even put on the audio for yeah. because I know they're just going to be like, okay, I can't see this. Yeah, I'm just gonna go, <laughs> yeah. you know, watch the video version. Yeah, so. for sure. Yeah, I, I kind of feel the same way about a lot of our audience because obviously there is a lot of people like at our school that listen, um, and I don't really know the specifics on the numbers, but I do know that the majority of our listeners are within our age group, which yeah, tells yeah. me that they, most of them probably go to our school or at least are live in the area. Um, mm-hmm. And so I feel like at least I'm, maybe I'm wrong. I, I don't know. Chase, you, you tell me, but I think a lot of people our age don't listen to podcasts really either. Yeah. Um, and so I feel like it's been cool to see that they've started to listen to podcasts because of our show. And it, it, yeah, it's not well, other shows. They only listen to ours, but like they're still listening to podcast, like a podcast, you know. Um, and I don't know. For I've been listening to podcasts for like five years now, um, but it's great. Oh, it's, dude, it's, it is. It's so yeah. good. I I love because personally, I unless I'm watching a movie or something, um, I don't really have a super long attention span for YouTube. Like if the video is like longer than like eight minutes, I'm like getting bored with it. Um, yeah, same, and so. Same. I think podcasts are great because I can I can put in my AirPods and listen to a three hour podcast while I'm doing other stuff and I don't have to like watch them, you know. Right. So right because YouTube requires your full attention. Sure. Yeah. 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 yeah, Totally. And podcasts like don't. Right. Like my my English teacher this year, she called the people who were just kind of like listening to that. She called them podcasters, (laughs) and people who kind of were just doing their own thing as they let the class play in the back. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I always laugh at that because. Like it totally resonated with me how people treated class just like they treat like you walk around, you're eating, you're doing yeah yeah you can do it yeah yeah while you listen to it (laughs) so the class is like the background yeah yeah Yeah, it's it's weird because you wouldn't think that while you're listening to a podcast and doing other stuff that you would like pick up on it and like understand what's happening but I've found that I'll just recall things that I heard in a podcast but I don't remember hearing that. I don't know if yeah. that's weird, mm-hmm. but yeah. <laughs> just because like I'm, you know, I'm cleaning my room or I'm, you know, driving, uh-huh. and I have a podcast on and it's like, I don't know, yeah. I guess I'm still retaining the information. So, yeah, but I really do feel like people have a short attention because like if you look at the most viewed videos on my channel, they're not the full episodes. Mm-hmm. They're these little sketches that I'll do or small comedy clips or I'll do like a, a short video with my, my twin sister, Aubrey. Or I'll do like a like a couple of weeks ago. I did a video about it was like the roast of Luki Masha, and so I had a bunch of people like send in roasts about me, and I kind of <laughs> read them and reacted to them, and I wrote some myself too. So uh, you know, yeah. the, stuff like that is what gets the most views, and then my trailers and my announcements are what get okay, the most. Yeah. So it's funny to me just seeing like how people like people the most viewed videos are literally ones that are under three minutes. And then all full episodes that are like over an hour, um, which have less. So it's interesting. Yeah, that is interesting. Yeah, it's a it's fun experiment though to like learn what works and what doesn't, right. and try to figure right. out like the best way to promote it. 
Well, that was that was one thing me and Ethan were kind of testing. We're like, okay, do we do we post it in the morning? Do we post it at night? Okay, then yeah. what time? Like, we, it was a big process of how we figured out like what was the best way we thought we could yeah, kind of, like advertise it. And especially with like posting on Instagram is because like when it comes to the trailer, um, I, I usually make it like after we're done recording or whatever, and then I'll, it'll be late. Uh, and I'm sometimes I'm tempted to post it at like midnight, and I'm like, that's not gonna get yeah. There was you know, it's gonna get buried in everyone's feed when they look tomorrow morning. So exactly, you know, posting mm-hmm. at midnight is not really gonna help you. You want to post it maybe like nine in the morning or like eight in the morning, yeah, because you know everyone's getting up and they're gonna see it. Um, right. But yeah, I mean, navigating that is actually it's kind of annoying, but like it's also kind of fun because you get to kind of see yeah. you're just responding to trends that like your audience is giving you. And I think that that's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, it, that, that stuff would been interesting for me. Not only like what time or what day, but also like when I should start or like what time of the year should I be. So like my season is ending uh, in August mm-hmm. is when I'm planning to end my season. Because for me, it's a lot. And like all the, the video, I feel like the video format, I do all this editing. And I have to do this stuff on my computer. I have to do oh, sure, promotional yeah. stuff. And I have to do all of this. And also just as a human being, like I feel like getting – not like I'm getting a ton of attention. But getting all – like having all these people be having their eyes on me and focusing on like trying to – which isn't a bad thing obviously for the profession that I'm trying to be in. Getting people to like me and trying to be charismatic and iconic and whatever. Like it takes a lot out of me mentally and spiritually. So I don't feel like I could do it the whole year. Um, so my season is ending in August and then it's either going to start up in the winter, in the spring or in the summer for season two. Okay. Um, but it's kind of just like a, a summer thing that I tried out that I'm thinking is going to get a season two. Definitely. So. Yeah, no, that's, that's super cool. I mean, when I, so I, I used to do a movie podcast with my cousin and we only did that for, you know, six weeks or whatever, but, uh, yeah, yeah. basically kind of this podcast was really my first I mean, Chase too. It was like our first, you know, time really doing a consistent podcast. Yeah, I think um, it was like our, our first, like, true crack at it too, because we decided to go. I mean, I think we we knew like what was going, like, the full extent of what it was going to be, like, four weeks in. But I would say, like, after that six, seven week mark, um, kind of even mentioned me around there, like, yo, this is kind of when me we we stopped doing other podcasts. I think that's when we kind of decided to go like all in, you yeah. know, like start the Instagram, start the mark started really like trying to ramp up the marketing and everything. Yeah. And yeah, I think that was like, we said too, like we're not doing it, you know, for the views or anything. We like it cause it's fun. And like, I think that's what really pushed us to like keep going. Right. Yeah. Right. I, I just think, you know, Chase and I upload one episode every week and you know, obviously over the last few weeks, we've had a few, uh, a few missed weeks here and there just from, you know, scheduling issues and being yeah. gone and stuff. Yeah. But just doing the one episode a week is like a lot of work. Like yeah. oh, <laughs> you can ask Jay, like it's, it, I'm sure obviously, you know, too, like it's a lot yes. of work. And, um, I guess I didn't really think about that when I first started it. Cause I was like, oh, this is just one episode a week. All I have to do is like two hours of time. It's like, no, two hours is the recorded product, but that's not right. all the time that goes in behind yeah. the scenes. No, exactly. Um, exactly. And I honestly, I mean, I would love to go and like have more content every week. Um, but I don't see a way that we can do that without like adding another host to have their own show, like have their own like segment, you know, as a part of think tank, because uh, yeah. Chase and I just, we cannot, 
upload more than yeah. one week. So at least right now, I mean, maybe it'll change when the school starts, but, um, I don't know. It's weird. Cause I, for me, I, I would have thought that I would have had more time this summer. Dude, totally. That's <laughs> what we, we were thinking. Like, dude, yeah. maybe we could even bump it up too. Yeah. We to, thought, you know, uh, we could do some exclusive content. But then, but then, yeah, the problem is dude, like guests are gone. Like they're on vacation. Yeah. They're doing their thing. And yeah. so it's like hard to get all three. The scheduling three. nightmares that I've had. Yeah. So like, I mean, for me, like, it, for me, it's more than one episode a week. For me, it's the episode. It's the promo for the episode. It's the, like, just the solo videos that I do. Oh, yeah. And then it's true. also just the brainstorming. For, like, I mean, for you guys, you have a pretty set, like, uh, format. For me, I'll be brainstorming, like, sometimes hours a day of, like, what is my next video going to be? Wow. And how, like, w- like w- what music am I going to put with it? And what... Yeah. How, how do I want this to look? What do I want the aesthetic to be? What do I want, like, what do I want, like, even just, like, writing the jokes in mm. my head? Like, what, what am I going to say here? How do I want this expression to be? Because you see twice as much than a normal podcast. You also see my, like, right now, me and Chase are just chilling on a bed. <laughs> like, I don't know if that, like, breaks the fourth wall or something. But, like, <laughs> my show, we need to be on a desk with, like, all this yeah, extra yeah. stuff. So it's, I don't know. It just takes a lot out of me, which is why I'm saying I'm going to end it in August and then wait so that the hype builds up for the next season. Yeah. Yeah, sure. And you know, there's a lot of podcasts that don't have like a, like a scheduled, like we're going to upload this time every single week or every day or whatever. Like a lot of podcasts, it's just, we upload when we upload and you see it when you see it. But, um, and you know, that, that works. And I think (laughs) over the last uh, few weeks, that's kind of what Chase and I've had to do. It's just been like, we'll get an episode out there the next time that we possibly can. But, um, yeah, me too. You know? And so I, I don't know. I don't, I personally like don't have like an end goal for this pod. Like I just want to keep seeing it grow. Is really, yeah. And I, I, I don't know. I think it's been really cool because we have grown more than I would have thought we would have. Well, yeah. Way more, way more. <laughs> I remember, I remember like it was like three weeks in. Ethan told me like, man, like I'm not, we're not seeing like the growth we want. And like it was like crazy. Cause, no, because no, yeah. So I said, I said, dude, come on, we just gotta wait. If we keep pushing, I swear mm-hmm. it's gonna yeah. it's gonna happen. And then like ten, it took it was a while. It took like probably ten weeks. It ten, took right, right, like yeah, ten weeks, maybe twelve, ten, even ten. Yeah, and then we then we started seeing it, and we're like, oh my gosh, like it's actually happening. Like Instagram yeah. started like blowing up. We got like we were getting followers on the daily. Um, and to be honest, like the Instagram, I thought we were gonna top out 20, 30 followers. Yeah. I, I did I on our uh yeah. think tank Instagram. Dude, Instagram is a tough one. Yeah, I was we were not expecting anything really to be the growth that happened. We were I was like thirty followers max is what we'll get from it. Mm-hmm. So what you at now? We're I think almost one twenty. Wow. Which and is like Yeah, like more. honestly I'm not I'm not here to be like, you know, toot my own horn like oh 120 followers, right? Like like in yeah. all reality, that's not a lot. But yeah, yeah. Um considering I don't know. I guess just considering that we really haven't, I don't know if this is going to sound, if this is going to be, you know, bad for a bad look for us, but we really haven't spent that much money on anything. Like the only thing that I've purchased was this microphone, but, um, right. you know, I mean, most everything else is just stuff that we had. And I think you can, with the thing about podcasting is you can start, you can do a podcast with like no, nothing. Like you don't really even need a microphone if you, I mean, it's not going to sound as good. But you don't even need that, and you can yeah. record a podcast. I don't know how successful it will be, 
but you can do it. And I think just the more that you, the more you want to see grow, I mean, you have to put into it time, money, whatever it is. Um, and so like I, theoretically, I, I, I suppose Chase and I could, could be out there, you know, and, you know, investing a lot of money into better equipment, like a studio, you know, a new computer, like all this stuff. But we've just found that we don't need to do that necessarily. Yeah. Yeah. We're just going to use like what works. And like, if we don't, if we don't need to, like, why should we? Yeah. Like, I mean, I think the interesting thing that I've seen is like, when you start something, at least locally, people will get behind it. Yeah. Is the thing that I've noticed. Like when you start something that people are like, whoa, that's like people get behind it. Like I remember before I even did any videos before even people knew that it would be funny or good or I, I didn't even, I don't even know if they think that now, but like when I started it, there were people coming up to me like, this is so cool. Like, I just, I want to be like, I, this is such a, like a cool project. And really when you start something like that, when you start a band or you become an artist or you start your own podcast or your own show or something like if people have a natural inclination, I feel like to get behind that, which is, I don't know, is interesting for me. Cause like people are always, um, you know, trying to get behind those, those types of things that you, you start. So that's been something interesting. Like I didn't think that that was going to be the case, but people get behind it and people want to be on it. Like people are reaching out to me. Like I'm like, I know Chase told me like people are hitting you guys up. Like when am I going to get on this? Like it's yeah. the same for me. Mm, people are so like, cool. when I, when can I get on this? When can I make an appearance? That, that was probably the biggest like wow for me was I thought we were going to have to ask people to get on. I always yeah. thought we we're going to have to go to them and that's just going on to me. But now we have like people where we have to like plan out like, well, I think the most like four or five weeks in advance yeah. of who was going to get on because we had so many people that wanted to get on. We're like, what the heck? Like, well, and you know, truth be told, that's how it started. You know, Chase and I were like, yeah. how are we going to do another episode? Like, we need to find someone, and that was like really hard because I, I don't know. There was a few episodes where it was just Chase and I, and yeah. there was a few of them that were pretty good. I think the Dudley Town one that we did was fun, and same with the um. The one about the aliens and the documentary we watched. That one, those were two good ones that we did by ourselves. But every other episode, I think that we've done by ourselves just hasn't hit because people want the guest, and yeah. so um, that's been yeah. the key is having other people. And I'm honestly like, I am so blessed to have had the opportunity through this podcast to talk to people that I never would have talked to necessarily. Right, right. right. I think it's so cool because there's people that went to our school or go to our school or whatever that like. We just were never, we would never have talked to each other. And they're like, hey, can yeah. I come on the podcast? We're like, yeah, of course. And so it's become, like you were saying, you know, it's it's kind of like almost like a community thing where now it's like yeah. you, you brought these people together who can support something. <laughs> you know, like how often does that happen? Right, so, right, right. And I, be, like, I feel the same way. I began relationships with people and am starting to, you know, begin relationships with people that, like, I don't think would happen uh apart from so like one of my my friends now her name is riley i had her on the show for my second episode with our friend betty and i didn't know very well but i knew betty and betty was like i'll be on this and i was like you are you sure like you don't want to be on it alone right she's like yeah so i'll have i can ask riley and i was like yeah like let's do it and so now me and riley are friends and that was one of our first interactions with each other was you know that and so i'm glad for for things like that but I also think that, like, if you have a decent amount of listeners, 
people love getting that attention. I mean, oh, yeah. like if, if when people <laughs> who are aspiring to be celebrities think about what they want, like they imagine <laughs> they imagine being on like the Tonight Show or like being interviewed on a podcast. Yeah. So in my opinion, it's not hard to get people. Like it's not hard to get people to have attention looking at themselves. Yeah, right. it's oh, not hard sure. for me. I love doing it, right? And it, I don't I'm not saying that that's a selfish thing. I'm just saying like people like the limelight, and so it, it's not hard to kind of pull people into that. I feel like sure, yeah. And I think more than I'm gonna dog on some you know TikTok quote unquote influencers here, right? That doesn't yeah. really require <laughs> for any talent. There are, right. there are some out there who make like genuinely funny content, like you know comedians yeah, yeah, yeah. or whatever. But TikTok 60-second videos of you just dancing does not require any talent. And so I or, think... Or effort, really. Effort, yeah. sure, yeah. I mean, I guess the little talent. But it doesn't require any effort. For, a, like, a podcast, it still doesn't really require an immense amount of effort. All it is is a conversation, but it's actually enjoyable. Like, I would rather listen to a podcast for three hours than watch someone dance on TikTok. Yeah. Me too. <laughs> like, and so I think with with that, uh, podcasting almost becomes something that I think most people should at least attempt. I don't know. Maybe not yeah. everyone. Some people. Maybe it's not. It's not built for everyone. But like, I think, or at least listen to. Yeah. Right. At least like participate in it. Here we are, just giving plugs to podcasting. This is the whole episode. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I mean, it. It's just I don't know. It's so fun because like. Chase and I don't have to, like, I mean, with you, you're putting on like a whole, lot, a whole like show and stuff. Like, you're, you're doing probably more than we're doing, but like, all we're doing is having a conversation, and people yeah. love that. And yeah. so it's not limelight in the sense of, at least for us, it's not like in the sense of, here's no, me, no, no. like I'm gonna perform or I'm gonna, you know, make you laugh or whatever. It's like we're having a conversation, and look, there's some people that want to hear it, which is, which is fascinating. Yeah, I definitely think mine is different. Like, I know, Chase, you've watched some of it, but, like, it's not, not really people going on. I mean, it's a good dynamic with situations that, that, that like, carry. So it's mm. not like we need to be talking about these crazy deep things. And I'll have those conversations with people on the show, and it's good. But, like, my, the main thing is that it's, like, the games that we play and the situations that we're put in is good so it's still about the dynamic like the first game that i ever played on the show is i had two friends on or, or eight, three including my co-host just talking about we played this game called first impressions i we saw all that yeah, yeah. the first impressions <laughs> that we had had with each other which was like you know really good to kind of break the ice and also it was just interesting being able to see these people's relationships that they know and one of my hopes was that like if you watch the show and there's somebody on it who you don't know and you see them on it, then you have an opportunity to be able to begin a relationship with them if you think that they're a cool person through the show, right? So if they see something funny or they seem entertaining or they seem like a cool person to be around, you can go up to them and say, hey, I, I like, loved your episode on the show or whatever, which is kind of like my fantasy or whatever would happen with <laughs> you know, my show. Yeah, yeah, for sure. That's so, that's so cool. Yeah, yeah, your show looks so fun. I wish Chase and I lived closer. Thanks, man. We could, we could like come on sometime oh seriously dude if you guys are ever in town man oh yeah for sure um honestly like i i would totally go any anytime and just drive oh, down dude. there and be on the show hey, yeah let's take a drive we'll take a drive we'll do take it. a we'll drive do chase can take us yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um uh, what? Let's go. uh so if you want to switch gears 
a little bit. Luke, just tell us like what else is going on, like new. Oh new yeah, I, seriously. Like, like uh, Chase has been telling me that you've been wanting to come back on for a little bit. So aside from your your show, what else is is uh, do the Think Tank listeners need to hear? Uh, a lot of stuff, man. God's really been working, and I've been—I uh, I just got back from Hume Lake, and that was always an always an incredible time up there. It was like my eighth year going. Wow! And um, just getting to see, getting close to all these guys, and seeing how God really brings people together, and how that's the mission, that's the goal, and you know, f- is for us to be close, right? Like you think about John thirteen thirty five. It says, "You know, the world is going to know me, know God, by how you love each other." And so seeing how we love each other in this way that you don't really see anywhere else was inspiring for me because I know that if unbelievers were watching this, this is what would attract them to God more than a clever message or a good analogy or anything else. Boy. Wow. So stuff like that. Also my stand-up, um, I've been writing a lot more material. Really just I'm really, really excited to be able to share this. Uh, my sister, her Taekwondo team was on America's Got Talent. They got the golden buzzer. Wow. And um, watching it, I think I'm going to try out and send a video to them for next season and see if I can. Dude, go uh, for it. Oh, my I, God. Yeah, I don't know if they're going to let. I mean, the funny thing about that is I don't know if I can make it because, like, I don't have a sad enough backstory. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, you think we're watching those promotional videos. They're yeah. all, it's always something, like, tragic. Kind of oh, yeah, so, right. Like, but then you gotta wonder, like, how many of those people just made it up for the same reason that, like, you yeah, because they're or like, like just like blew something out of proportion, like I don't oh, yeah. know, like lost a toy and acted like it was yeah. I don't know, like something else, like when they were a little kid. Like, yeah, <laughs> it got me through so many hard times. <laughs> I mean, yeah, dude, I feel like if you're, if you, I think you should just go for it. Yeah, because I'm I'm learning in life that. um you know, you can't take any of this with you when you go. So you might as well just do take risks. Cause right. what's the like there's no point in not taking risks. Yeah. Yeah. So I would say you should definitely go for it. And I've yeah. seen I've seen some of your content, so I think you could definitely have a good shot. Thanks, man. Oh, for Thanks. sure. Yeah, totally. To be honest too, I feel like I feel like a lot of people submit like to that like to try to get on but i don't think like as many people as as you would think actually um try to get on it it's like i don't know i, I feel like it's yeah. the best things that like know. if they were actually if theirs was actually accepted they'd be yeah. like wait a minute this yeah. is happening yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah no i feel you um, yeah yeah that's true because maybe people i think a lot of people just have the feeling of oh there's gonna be too many people that are actually gonna exactly yeah know, so they're all gonna stay away which ironically is gonna make it more available for you yeah, easier <laughs> right right i mean a lot of people it's just amateur stuff and then when they're faced with the reality of being in front of a crowd and being judged like that's that's a lot for oh, people, yeah. especially like, the young people yeah. but i i've been like i've been watching this season because my sister's team was on it and if i'm being honest with you i've been disappointed with the people who they put on oh, i'm really? like like if this is america's got talent other countries are going to watch this and make fun of it like <laughs> Like this is awful. This is straight. It's it like genuinely. I'm not tr- trying to toot, like. It's just it's bad. A lot of it is just bad, and not that they're not talented, but it's like this is the best in our country. Like that. That's sad. <laughs> and I don't think in any way that I'm the best in our country. But but like 
I'm at least on the same level as these guys. I'm not not trying to be cocky. I'm just saying, like, I'm just being honest. My sister's act was by far the best out of the entire. So, yeah. That's crazy. I I haven't seen it in a number of years. So I I honestly don't. It's gotten worse. I don't know. Oh, yeah. Okay. okay. Because I. I I'll just put that out there. Um,. So is there like any like rules on like what you can do as your talent? Obviously nothing like obscene, but is there like certain qualifications? Like you can't just get up there and like podcast, you know, like you have to actually no, have a yeah, talent. Yeah. Well, I, I really think you can apply for anything. I mean, I was reading the, the rules and stuff and it was like any age from like whatever, but it was really young. It was like four, you know what I mean? Okay. And yeah. it was like that one kid, the little kid on it was doing those dances like a few years ago. I remember <laughs> yeah. the comedian who was like yeah. seven years old. Yeah. Who was hilarious. But anyways, the, the, like the, the regulations, like, I, I mean, if you've watched that show, they have people on there doing the randomest stuff and even people will make it pretty far just doing random stuff. But really, if you want to win, comedians don't win comedians have gotten close but comedians don't win it's ventriloquism wins yeah singers win dancers win magicians can win and then like these all out big performances like the taekwondo or like if you get a big dance group that does like trapeze or whatever it is yeah that's the type of stuff that that is going to get you the win yeah well because i i figured you know singing and dancing is probably like one of the most popular yeah because you know you got the voice and stuff people try to get on that too but um i i don't yeah. know i i think something more original if i was a judge on, on that on that show i would i definitely want something original that i haven't seen before I feel ethan's like, over here like zero out of ten zero out of i 10. would i would dude i don't know if i could do it because i don't know if i could sit there and watch you know a group of eight girls do the same dance routine for like six years like i i i, I don't know there's yeah no, I feel you. I mean, if you can see Simon Cowell's getting a little tired of it. That guy, <laughs> yeah. that guy is like everybody. Like he's like Hollywood Thanos. Oh yeah. Like everybody is afraid of him. Like the three leading causes of depression in Hollywood are hopelessness, loneliness, and Simon Cowell. Like that guy is just—he's mean, <laughs> dude. And I you know love what watching. I <laughs> The what? what was that? Oh, I was just saying, I love watching like the compilations on YouTube of him like being brutal with people. Yeah, yeah, just yeah. like. <laughs> I want to see him judge a little kid's talent competition. Oh, no. Like, how about, like, just go to, like, a random elementary school and just, like, roast all these kids. Yeah. He's he's literally the Gordon Ramsay of, of Hollywood. Right, right, exactly. exactly. <laughs> They're one yeah. and the same. I wonder if yeah. there's, like, a third one. You could be, like, the Three Amigos or something. There's, like, a third I, yeah, one for, probably, like, a different industry. Like, the house, the house TV industry. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's Evil good. Chip and Joanne. Man, I think every I think every middle aged white mom in America watches that show. Yep. My mom does not watch that show. <laughs> she used to. My mom Mine used does. to also. I don't think she does anymore. But But Mama Yama is woke. Okay. <laughs> so she she I call her Mama Yama. She knows what's up. Okay. Shout out. She's probably listening to this podcast. Oh, she's listening right now. I love you, Mom. (laughs) I love you. You too, Dad. You too. (laughs) Just got to throw Dad in there, too. Yeah. 
That's good. So why don't you tell us a little bit about Hume Lake? Because it sounds like that was like a life-changing experience. Oh, yeah. wait, wait, wait. Sorry. Before, random, just random thing. By the way, Ethan, uh, you know Ben Edwards? Shout out to him. He was oh, yeah. there. He was like, uh, I don't know what he did. I forget. I don't know if he's like a leader I or something. I think he was uh, Metal Rich. So but I they got to that. meet him, which is sick. I didn't, like, oh, that's so cool. Yeah. Okay. Um, Speaking but, to a, a yeah. legend right there. Yeah. Yeah, so Hume, Hume was was great, as always. I mean, going up there, I feel like a lot of people try to prepare for an experience with God, which I was as well. But what I tried to do the week leading up to it was really get my relationship with God, like, not necessarily in order because Jesus pays for my relationship, but, like, get on that connection level and go through those charismatic experiences mm. so that when I'm there, I'm more focused on being able to be present for the other people and not kind of just in my own world, not necessarily that that's wrong, but it's I'm really wise. glad that I did. Yeah. Thanks. I'm really glad that I did that looking back because I really did get to build these relationships and the teaching there is always great. Uh, there's this one guy there named Johnny. Shout out to Johnny. Um, he would give these sermons and it was so powerful and you couldn't disagree with it. Because because it was made, it was almost hundred percent scripture. Like wow. it was just, I mean, he would give a spin on it, like all pastors do. Like he would break it down and explain context and stuff. But it was like, this is what God says. I'm not giving you my opinion. I'm giving you God's opinion. And so there were some points where he was offended, or where people were offended at some things that he said. We had a, a sermon on sexuality that he read a passage in the Bible talking about it. One of you know stirred up some obvious controversial issues sure but he was just reading a passage he didn't even go on after that and like explain some of the controversial stuff he just read the passage and let it up for interpretation and there were some people who were offended and i was looking back at that and saying who are you offended by like that was my question my question is are you mad at johnny for reading god's word or are you mad at god for creating something or saying something that you don't necessarily agree with like Mm -hmm. that that's good. Like who, right? So that was just my because I feel like, you know, people, people pick and choose in the Bible. I pick and choose in the Bible, right? Like I don't know if you guys do this, but every once in a while, while I'm reading the Bible, I go, "That's not really what it means," you know? Yes. Oh, like I yeah. have those moments, right? So, dude, yeah, I get tripped up in that all the time, and I think it's yeah. so interesting the way we do it, right? Um, and I, I don't know. Over the last like year and a half or so, I've really sort of, I don't know, I don't know if you've noticed this, but there's been sort of a like um what's the word i'm looking for there's been like a a a realization that there's a lot of churches especially in america that are not biblically sound yeah and um for whatever reason could be a number of reasons but i think that oh i don't know i've actually struggled with this because it's made me before that i was just sort of i just sort of viewed all christian churches as like oh good it's another christian church like that's cool but yeah. ever since sort of over the last year and a half or so, I've I've sort of become more critical and been like, which I it, it can be a good thing, right? Because it's like we, you don't want to just go to any church and just blindly listen to what they're saying. But it's right. also like I don't want to get caught up in the trap of like, you know, becoming a hypocrite and like, you know, judging people yeah. and other things. But I think it's interesting because – the way that I pick and choose sometimes in the Bible is I'll just like read something and then I'll just kind of gloss over it and I'll just 
forget that I read it or whatever. And so I won't live right. by that or I won't rem- like I'll purposely try to forget that so that I don't have to yeah. you know, live in that truth. And I feel like that's so dangerous as a Christian because that's not, <laughs> that's not right. I mean, at, at what point do you say then, you know, are you even a Christian? Like, cause anyone, an atheist can take good things from the Bible. There's good right, morals exactly. in the Bible, whether you're a, you know, Buddhist, Muslim, whatever. But then, like, are you really like following the word, or are you just taking the things that you think are good? So, yeah, I don't know. yeah, it's that's that's really tough. Yeah, I want to hear. I know Chase, you have your opinions on like, what do you feel about churches that have been like? Have you noticed what Ethan was saying about how like churches have become less biblically biblically sound or whatever? Uh, yeah, totally. Um, I I want to say as recently, well, as I think I'm not sorry. Let me get. I don't know how I want to word this, but I think I feel like I've started to come to realization a little bit like more later than you guys may have. Yeah. Um, but I haven't like I've seen any glimpses of it or have heard like talk about it. Right. So yeah, a little bit, but I don't, I don't think like anything like insane. But there's definitely I've seen some stuff or heard some things. Where I was like, wait, that does not like seem right at all to me. Yeah. And I I I mean to be expected. Like, I, I don't, I mean, there's things that I'm crucial, like critical about, but those are the crucial things about the Bible. And I don't want to be the, the person who is, gets like super offended and says, like, you follow the devil yeah. if you don't take oh, a sure, stance right. on abortion, or you follow Satan if you don't take a stance on this, or like, if you're, if you don't talk about justice of God enough, then you're like, there's bound to be these different balances and i mean my my friend jaron uh a leader of, of mine he's he's like a 50 year old guy i love like guy to death he's like my second father i mean like the way that he was talking to me about it was like the church of god has this great balance right now of churches and people who are really really about the love and the grace of god and then people who are really about sin is real and, and the justice of god is real and our actions here there are consequences for them and that there has been a balance. And he says, I don't really pick one or another, but I feel like that where we live and where our church is, there are enough grace and love-oriented people. And so that's why I've taken, of course, the grace and the love, but lean more towards the justice because I want that balance, which was interesting for me to say and see how like the, the two extremes can balance each other out. And I don't know if that's right or not, but that was just an interesting thing for me to hear. Interesting. Yeah. So the way that I've always seen that <clears throat> is that the the balance between grace and truth, which is I think what you're talking about here. Yeah. Yeah. That there needs to be a balance and not the two extremities, because at least my understanding of it is the two extremities don't. I, all that does is create more, um, more division between. Yeah. Between the two yeah. groups. And what you really want is more of a centered, okay, you have to show, you know, grace to people because obviously, you know, show love because God first loved. But right. also hold people accountable. And I'm not just going to let someone, you know, do things that are spiritually and physically and mentally destructive because that wouldn't be right. And so or, I think. Not that I won't let them. Oh, no, sure. I'm, no, I'm not saying. Warned, I'm not saying right, yeah, you. I know what you're saying. Yeah, you're saying. yeah. Just that, you know, you need. there Like, there is there is a reason that there is supposed to be this balance between the two. Not that you have 
you know, one more than the other or certain churches that should be extremely grace driven and churches that are extremely truth driven because without yeah. in those churches, you're going to, you're going to lose the other side. If I go to extremely, yeah. you know, grace gr- driven church, there's going to be no truth. It's going to be very wishy-washy. It's going to be, you know, well, whoever comes, you know, like whatever happens, happens. You know, I don't need to really follow the Bible. Screw this book, you know? And if we go to the other side yeah. and it's going to be like, we don't love anyone who disagrees with us. So yeah. then it's like, you got to, tr- I mean, I think churches, it's tough, but like they need to try and find the balance, but yeah, I mean, but it, the all, yeah, go ahead. Sorry. No, no, that's all you. That's all you. Okay, I was just going to say, you know, every person leans one way or the other. Uh-huh. And so I've found For that sure. I tend to lean more truth driven. And I think that just, <laughs> me too, I mean, <laughs> me too, brother. <laughs> um, and I think this just that. comes from my worldview and just sort of everything else that I view in the world is I view things first, you know, from a logical standpoint is like, can I find a reason and a conclusion for X? And is there, is there a law or yeah. is there a something like there needs to be a definitive yes or no? Cause I need to be able to see the lines. Obviously it's not, it's not black and white. But it needs to, yeah. for me in my head, like I need to see things as black and white as possible. Right. It makes, me too. it makes it easier. Yeah. So I sort of kind of lean that way. And the awesome thing for me about God and about the Bible is there's we see people who, who are grace oriented and truth oriented, but the awesome thing is grace is the truth. Like grace, grace is really is the truth. And I think a lot of people it, it, imagine truth as like this is the stone cold hard, like hard truth and yeah. this is not going to be easy for you to stomach but grace is the loving truth of god and also truth is grace right like you give somebody grace you give somebody love by by telling them the truth definitely right? yeah. like if you're lying to somebody you're not showing them grace you're not showing them love so right. definitely yeah. no yeah for sure <clears throat> they're they're one in the same really um right i think oh man i think Ever since probably COVID, um, I don't at least I don't know necessarily in things that I've seen directly, but just things that you hear about in the news and stuff is like, you know, certain churches that are just there's been like a huge like I don't know, I feel like there's kind of this like rift in the Christian faith of like people that are, you know, doing one thing and then other people do another thing. And I feel like there's not a lot of consistency or unity in the Christian faith, at least right now. And I don't know what you think about this chase, but like personally, I mean, like (laughs) I, um, believe that I'm willing to give up whatever quote unquote side that I'm oriented on for us to be unified. Like I'm willing to give up what my preference is for the quote unquote harshness of the message or whatever art like I'm willing to give that up for us to be unified. I, for me, there's nothing more important. Um, uh, well, I, I'm not saying that I'm willing to allow false teaching. I'm saying that I'm willing to allow my preferred style of teaching to be let off. But I don't think for a second that I'm going to let false doctrine like be. I mean, not that there's necessarily a lot of stuff I can do about it. I'm not on the board of the church, but I'm not going to support any false doctrines by any means ever. So I I see where you're going with that, because I think what you're talking about, that's like 
giving up your preferences on like a small scale. But like when it comes to your like foundational principles. Oh, no, yeah. Yeah, right. yeah okay. Yeah. So yeah. I, I think yeah. there is like obviously like, you know, certain styles of preaching and like what the pastor's wearing. Like, I mean, I don't care, you know. But like yeah. when it comes to like the actual thing that they are teaching, that's when it becomes that's when I draw a line in the sand is like, you know, I, I'm not going to sacrifice my morality so that we can be unified, because at the end of the day. You know, whether you agree with me or not is irrelevant to the fact that, you know, does do I align with what God says? Right. So for me, at least I think you're saying the same thing, actually. But like on the on the, you know on a grander scale, unity cannot be pri- cannot be the primary focus because unity does not always mean moral. Right, right, yeah, um, yeah. It's it's just it's a balance. I mean, but it's it's good. I mean, like for me, one of the hard things to see about church is like. I have a lot of secular friends, which I'm sure you guys do as well. Oh yeah, who have had their experiences in the church, whether they like grew up that way or whatever, and who have just become completely turned off by that. Yeah, and I've noticed that it's mostly like liberal people. Like I, I don't want to. I'm getting in dangerous waters here. Like, hey, remember, remember, space. you can say whatever you want. <laughs> You're the guest. <laughs> I can say whatever I want. Whatever you Dude, <laughs> remember what you said you last, know, last you time just... you came on? You said they can't cancel me. Yeah, you open... No, you cannot. If you, if you don't let them, they can't cancel you. If and you don't the care, truth. they truly can't cancel you. I that okay, I'll talk about that in a minute. Go ahead. You I hate Democrats. <laughs> I no, I'm just kidding. Just kidding. Just Clip that one. You know what? No, I hate. Repu- I'm for socialism. Hardcore socialism. No, I'm just playing. Anyways, what I was trying to say is like there's – I've noticed that like people who are liberal have really, really hated a lot of stuff that yeah. church has done. Yeah. And like I don't – like why do you think – I mean I know you noticed that too. Like why do you think that is? I, to be honest, I think Ethan can better answer that question to me because I don't – I don't oh. like – I don't know. Like Chase, don't do this to me. I mean, I, I will not, answer cause it. Because I, yeah, I know Ethan. I feel like dude's got, dude's got the gun lowered. He's, I, ready, to I, he's I, ready to fire. Okay, I don't know he's how to say low, this. He's without... got the Second Amendment right. Back <laughs> up, baby. No, I, I, I'm not wielding any weapons, guys. Just to clarify. <laughs> um, Beer, guns, and Trump. <laughs> Beer, guns, and Trump. <laughs> no underage drinking, guys. <laughs> Stay sober, my friends. Uh, No, so I think... And this is actually just an obvious truth. I mean, I don't think this is really controversial. This is pretty clear. Um, Just Christianity and progressive leftism, as you see in the modern day, are differing in what they believe. I mean, at the end of the day, like, and any liberal will tell you that. I mean, they don't agree with Christianity. And so I, because Christianity is founded in, generally more conservative principles and so i think when just the reason that are you asking like why they hate christians or or why they hate <laughs> no, 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 no. because I, I i don't know i don't know i feel like just in doctrine alone like that's really just the dividing line is that they just disagree on 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 their like you know moral standing their worldview yeah. essentially is is just differing 
But I are yeah, you well, asking are you asking yeah. why there's so much rage against the other side? Well, I think doctrinally, I agree with you. But for me, that's something to be expected. I mean, people who aren't Christians are going to hate what Christians believe. Yeah. Right. Jesus said that. Exactly. But, uh, that's been something we've known from the beginning. So I don't know why people are surprised about that. But what I'm trying to say is, why do people not necessarily hate the message, but why do they hate us? Okay. Like, why do they hate yes. us as people? Okay. I honestly, I just believe, I think there's, um, I don't know. I So I think over just the course of decades and, you know, maybe even longer is just that there's this like ingrained idea into people's heads that, you know, people that disagree with you are sexist. They're homophobic. They hate you. Right. They're terrorists, all this stuff. And it just gets repeated, repeated, and it gets pounded into your brain to a point where you just think, Oh, look at all these crazy people over here. Like, they just hate the world. They just some people just want to watch the world burn, right? Like that. Yeah, that's what they. Be, I feel like there are certain people that genuinely believe that, like with all their their soul, mm-hmm. that, that that yeah, that Christians and people who disagree with them genuinely just hate people and hate the world. And I think it's it's sad, but I think that that for a lot of people is like a reality because they're told that you know those who disagree with you are. Are violent in there yeah you know, fill yeah. in the blank i mean you can you can add whatever you want in there really right and i i think that's clear for a lot of people but for me the way that i picked up on it i i remember i had a uh, conversation with a group of people who i love um and they were a lot of them had, had gone to local churches in my area when they grew up and they said that they were treated really bad for being some of them for not being straight some of them for being having these opinions and some of them obviously just defended the message that like that we established first right just like some people just hate what we have to say <laughs> yeah um but then there's also just people who are really really have been mistreated by people in the church yeah and i think that's something that we need to be able to agree on definitely gay people 100 percent. whether you believe it's a sin or not and i'm just not taking my stance on that's not the time and place but what, whatever you believe about it it's essential for us to understand that gay people and us, like homosexuality, if you believe it is a sin, is just a symptom of a disease. And we all have the same disease. So we can't be judging other people for their different symptoms, right? And I, for me, I don't understand why there's certain Christians saying, you know, gay marriage should be illegal. It's like, okay, if you believe that, then you should also be trying to make premarital sex illegal. You should also be trying to make Christians marrying non-believers illegal. You don't see that. And so I don't know right. why we elevate True. homosexuality to this, like, this is the chief sin, right? And, like, people have, like, really been turned off by that. Right, like, this is, like, the one that'll be the worst. Like, nowhere in the Bible does that well, say God that. God says that all sin is not judged on a scale of, like, which one is worse. They're all, it's all right. sin. It's all the same. I mean, it's different. I, oh, I mean, sure. I, mean, like, I mean, obviously, taking Bible, someone's life is the ultimate sin. I would say, you know, taking another life is probably up there. I mean, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say that someone who's, you know, a guy who's married to another guy is the same as killing someone. Like, I'm not. <laughs> I'm so like, I just don't think that that's true. But yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think that also the Bible makes it clear that like sexual sin is very much different than other types of sin. Sure. Like it, it's but, done yeah, in that's true to your body. Right, and that's something that's yeah, right, sure, yeah, yeah. I, 
I don't know. It's it's interesting to me too. I think it's really unfortunate that people in the church um, sometimes do those kind of things because it really it just makes all Christians look bad. Like it's like we so like I don't know Chase. You've probably seen this too. You go to like downtown Sacramento, you'll see people who are like on a literal soapbox who are screaming, oh, repent. If you don't, you're going to hell and all that I stuff. I hate that. And I'm like, I hate that. I see it, it and it just it makes me like sick. We it look makes like me idiots. Sick. It does, yes, dude. I'm, And then I'm sitting here and I'm going like, we're not all like this. Like, I'm, it's just it's just another human, guys. Like, that's just the reality is that Christians can sin too and Christians can mess up and that's that's not the way that you want to go about. Yeah, I think we need yeah. to have sermons on not being annoying. Yeah. How about that? I mean, it just how to be a more. decent person. There's yeah, one. Yeah, just uh, just decency. Yeah. I, I really don't think that's effective. I, I mean, I think it is effective. I think it's effective in making people hate Christians. Yeah. But for I don't sure. think it's effective in the way that they want it to be. Definitely right? not. Yeah. I mean, like, who are you reaching by doing that? Right. Because right. the reality is, like, I, I'm I'm just trying to ignore you and trying to not hear what you're saying. So. And I'm a Christian. Right. Exactly. And I agree with you, and I don't want to hear what you have to say. So, yeah, or like I, I, I see people driving. Uh, have you ever seen those cars on the, like the freeway or whatever? And their whole car is just like, it's just like decked out in like phrases and sentences, and it's like, it's like, yeah, it's not too late, guys. You can, you too can go to heaven and all this stuff. Like I don't know if you've ever seen those, but yeah, um, yeah, it's just it's weird. Like it's weird. It makes me uncomfortable. Um, and I, I can't imagine like what it makes other people. I mean, other people right. probably just yeah. yeah I, don't, like, I don't even believe. Yeah. yeah. Right. Like, imagine how they—they're just like, look at this whack job. You know? <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Truthfully. Oh, wanker! Bloody wanker! Thanks for listening to the Think Tank. If you like what you heard, be sure to leave a five-star review. If you're interested in being a guest on the show, you can email Chase and Ethan at thethinktankcast at gmail.com. You can follow us on Instagram at thinktank.pod or on TikTok at thinktankpodcast. The music of Think Tank Podcast is recorded and produced by Corbin Finn.